Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show here at 1FM 98.5 Live and Local. We're in Square Gators, the week that was in local harness racing. Big meeting at Mooney Valley today to continue on the big long weekend of racing the Australia Stakes. The Meadows to the Dogs tonight where Dan Hibbard is calling. Melton get underway with a big fortnight of racing there in the Trots World of Dallard Cup for the Trotters, the Caduceus 3-year-old Classic, all ahead of the Hunter Cup next Saturday evening as I welcome the voice of RSN calling at the Meadows this evening. Like I said, Dan Hibbard, how are you, Dan? Morning, Stats. Yes, very well. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the Meadows tonight. Good uh, meeting down there. And uh, the Meadows certainly building towards their uh, uh, other big time of the year. Their big Australian Cup Carnival is only a, a couple of weeks away. So uh, looking forward to, to that series. And... Uh, yeah, the uh, in harness racing, obviously the uh, the Hunter Cup Carnival kicks off uh, tonight with uh, the Casey Classic, uh, the Dullard Cup, and then it all leads up to uh, the Hunter Cup and the Great Southern Star next week. And then we've got the Cranbourne Cup the following week on the horizon as well. Yeah, some good uh, prize money out for Grab at Cranbourne as well. Uh, so the, their big uh, meeting of the year in a few weeks' time. It's and a good meeting. It's a good time to be in harness racing at mm, the yeah. start of the year, isn't it? Yeah, and this has always been the year, the time of year. January and February in particular uh, have been the big times of the year for uh, uh, for harness racing. And, uh, yeah, the Hunter Cup uh, always around this uh, February um, time, time slot. And uh, it's uh, going to be an intriguing uh, contest in a fortnight's time, there'll be uh, horses that'll be desperate to try and get a run, um, and they'll be uh, either running tonight to, to impress the selectors and and get that run next week. But uh, it is going to be a. I think it, one of the problems. It, it doesn't appear to me as there's going to be uh, um, there's going to be uh, too many challenges. I think is probably the right word because Leap to Fame is going to be really really hard to beat. Um, we've obviously seen the the New Zealand uh, um, couple of horses that are not coming across, in particular Akuda, who was obviously going to be the the key player. But Catch a Wave uh, is going to be obviously heading towards the Hunter Cup. But um, all things being equal, Leap, Leap to Fame is going to be really really hard to beat, particularly if he draws the front row. And a big meeting, of course, yesterday at Caulfield. We saw uh, the Blue Diamond previews there yesterday at Caulfield, high octane in the Coltons and Geldings, uh, winning for Mark Zara and the Snowdens at $3 and uh, Hazagazai, I think that's how you pronounce it, $5.50 in the Phillies division for Jamie Carr for the McDonald camp there. I don't think there was any real surprises coming out of the previews, but uh, yeah, it looks pretty open, the Blue Diamond. Yeah, going forward, and this is the the you know, the next couple of weeks will certainly shape those races in particular, particularly that Blue Diamond and um, it's uh, always a, a a big race, but uh, I think um, with the Magic Millions and the Golden Slipper, it sort of takes away a little bit from the yep. from the Blue Diamond. So, which is a little bit disappointing because it's generally always been a, a really big two year old race, and it is the biggest two year old race in Victoria. 
And uh, anyone can always win the Blue Diamond Correct. as well. It's, it, it can throw up some rough results at times. For sure. What was the week that was in local harness, Yeah, Dan? we'll go back to last uh, Saturday night, Ballarat Cup. No, just touching off on the, the night pistol, we just believe was just way too good. Uh, it's going to take it. It's well, it's going to take something special for uh, f- um, to knock him off uh, in the uh, in the Great Southern Star. Given that he, um, you know, he's been to he's been to um, Sweden. He's raced in the Elite Lop. Knows the concept. There's probably a few of the horses that he will be up against that are probably not going to be able to, uh, you know, back up three hours after running in their heat so he was just dominant uh he's such a good horse but uh, those behind him were call me the breeze the, trot, the french trotter went well king ignite plymouth chubb and rc phoenix uh, both performed really well i'm ready jet was quite good also but they're just uh, different gravy just believe he's just much much better than a lot of the trotters even though we've got some really good ones going around uh the other winner on the, the other winners on that card invitation only Continues its rich vein of form for Isabel and Peter Walsh and Dave Moran in the cart. Um, did a lot of work, sprint trip, drew seven, got to the chair, uh, and just kept on running. 156. They had their chance to beat it and couldn't. Um, just an, a really incredible, you know, performance. His last, or his first three runs back from a spell since July. Cobram Cup win, second at Shepparton when uh, he probably almost nearly pinched it as well. And then that run at Ballarat was just enormous. So they've done an amazing job with him, uh, and uh, he is just uh, going so, so well. I don't think he'll get a... He, I doubt that he'll get a run in a Hunter Cup or anything like that. With I don't even know if they'd sort of aim for that sort of level. But, um, you know, he's he's really racing well, uh, and there'll be some good races for him, I'm sure, moving forward. Ballarat Cup. Kanima Provlima was the winner here. We mentioned this last week that it had been double figures on fixed odds backed into about four dollars. Uh, Dave Moran again, another another win in the cup, another cup win. Full stop. He's just driving so well. Got to the lead. Catch a wave was just. I, I think we mentioned this last week. He was just a, a. I thought he was the lay of the night by a long way. Just thought he had no chance of winning the race, given he was first up, given his barrier draw. Uh, I just didn't think he was going to be able to win the race, and he, and he couldn't. He, he tried hard. He got fourth, but uh, he was never going to win, and particularly the way the race was run with uh, Sal driving a very good race out in front, just a very slow first half, and it was just a sprint home and gave nothing else a chance there. So well done to the team there with uh, Keneva Problema and Dave getting another win in a cup. We go to the meeting at Geelong on Sunday, and uh, Keyang Alex was the winner for Luke Bryant. Annalise Scott taking the drive. Um, good performance. It was a big price, $17 on fixed odds. Two minutes point two was the mile rate there and uh, a brilliant performance to score. Uh, seven-year-old Gelding, who's uh, won the 12 of 76. He did win at Wagga two runs ago. He's had two runs back from a spell. He was uh, down the track at uh, Ballarat last week, but backed it, oh, for, sorry, a fortnight ago and uh, backed it up with a good win there at Geelong on Sunday. The next meeting was the meeting at Meriburrah on Monday, and Mark Gledil and Neil McCallum combined with the Midnight Avenger. Mark trains out at Kambuna, and uh, a 2.1.8 mile rate there for the winner. Um, we've got a nice run in transit uh, and was able to uh, run home over the top and get the win, uh, and well done to Mark and the team there for that performance. 
with Midnight Avenger. That uh, meeting at uh, uh, Meriburra was probably remembered for all the some of the wrong reasons. Well, wrong reasons, funny reasons, whatever, which way you want to go. Uh, Chris Alford looking for his... Uh, He's 8,000th winner. He's closing in on that mark. He's down to about uh, four winners to go. He had a big night at Cranbourne last night, but he drove Park Lane in the last race, and the sulky completely disintegrated on him. Um, it broke underneath the seat, and it just split open, and uh, he had to... Obviously, he was going to win. He was probably going to win the race, and uh, had to... Uh, obviously, the others had to sort of dodge him, but one of those rare occasions where there's a, a massive gear failure with a sulk. It doesn't happen all that often, if ever, um, with the amount of races that we run. But it was uh, quite uh, quite a funny uh, and uh, weird situation. Thankfully, the horse and Chris were all A-OK after that. The next meeting was Shepherd and Thursday night. Good card, 10-race program, classically smooth. Taylor Fellows, Jack Law, was able to win from an extreme draw. 158.2 was the mile rate there. Was able to score. They made it a double, Taylor Fellows and Alex Ashwood taking the drive on the chook. So a double for Taylor. Well done to her. Uh, trains over in Bendigo. 23.7 there for the chook, who was able to work forward and find the lead. Jitterbug Arden was a really good winner here for Rebecca Bartley, trainer driver. She's uh, going on her own now, as uh, aside from the... Uh, connection with the O'Don- uh, Steve O'Donoghue now trains uh, in her own right. Jitterbug Arden was a great winner here, two dollars eighty, one fifty eight point one. The fourth was won by day two for Wayne Potter, Nathan Jack. Odds on favourite, led too good, two minutes point three. The rate major thinker bounced back from uh, its defeat on Shep Cup night to score for Lisa Pitt. She took the claiming drive. Came from off the speed and was able to swim over the top of Ambiguous and Changeover Girl. 155.3 was the mile rate there. Spyglass made it a double for Wayne Potter. Nathan Jack again in the cart, winning race six. It was a 158.5 chance. And the seventh was one, the Trot, Shepherd, Saddle World Shepherd and Trot, David Aiken and Alex Ashwood combined with Speedy Lover, who was able to win. $2.40 chance, uh, two minutes point seven. Was really, really slow out of the gate but uh, was able to uh, overcome that and beat uh, a small field in the seventh. Azor high for Dave Moran finally broke through and was able to score and uh, win race number eight. Uh, has uh, been in uh, Australia for uh, about 13 or 14 starts and just had not been able to win, but uh, finally broke through. Uh, has had a number of trainers in the, since it's been here, but was able to uh, win the race on, uh, on Wednesday, uh, Thursday night and uh, well-deserved effort there. Did a lot of work, pulled really hard, but was still too good. My Name is Ruby won the ninth for Caitlin Guppy, James Herbertson, got up on the sprint lane at a $10 quote. And Play Nice won the last for Terry French and Ellen Tormey, and it was able to score in a 2-1.8 mile rate. So that was uh, the Shepparton meeting on Thursday, which uh, wrapped up the card uh, there and obviously the, the week that was. Um, we've got a good uh, program, obviously, tonight at uh, Melton, and uh, hopefully we can find the listeners a winner. We got the quality last uh, last week. Yeah, had money a loss, back. Had a, had a bit of a loss, but uh, uh, it was uh, one of those ones where we took Just Believe, obviously, as, a, as the anchor, prayed for a bit of value in most of the other races, but it didn't quite work out as uh, well as we hoped. But uh, we did get a... I did get a return, which was the most important thing. So hopefully we can land the multi and the uh, the quaddy again tonight at Melton. 
How about we go to a sponsor's break, come out the other side and have a look at this big card at Melton and try and find a winner at the Valley as well. Sounds good. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. You what they said on the radio? No, I missed it. Nah, I had to take the dog for a walk. I was at work. I was helping with the sausage sizzle. Catch the latest news updates, listen to podcasts, join us live with the Community Radio Plus app. You what they said on, on the radio? Yeah, I was listening. I was listening in the car. Yeah, I was listening on my phone. On the radio? Yeah, I was listening to it on my smart speakers when I got home. Whatever you're doing, take us with you. Community Radio Plus, your home of community radio. Download from the App Store or Google Play. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport Show. We're in Square Gators on your Saturday morning, 14 minutes to 11 o'clock. And this is my favourite part of the course, the Super Saturday Sports Show, where we try and find a winner. Dan at Melton this evening. Of course, we'll have a look at Mooney Valley. We'll have a look at the Meadows as well, Dan. But, uh, yeah, Mooney Valley, that's the scene of the crime for this evening. Melton. Melton tonight. Mooney Valley today. Well, Mooney Valley I wish today. It was, I wish it was Mooney Valley. It'd be nice well, if it was. Well, I we wish it was still... back at Mooney Valley. <laughs> and, and That's a debate for another day. Yes. But, uh, yeah, used to love Mooney Valley. Used to love the what they used to call the inner circle Correct. at Mooney Valley. Correct. A very nice smorgasbord. Up you're, there. Yes, you're not wrong. It was. It was. It's a shame that uh, City Racing is out at Melton because the Mooney Valley was uh, such a, a great place to watch the trots. But uh, Melton uh, slowly but surely getting in, uh, developed around it. So it'll be interesting to see how long, uh, the how long they are actually still there because uh, it's a very much expanding area out that part of the world. The uh, multi tonight at Melton. Look, the first race is a really short price favourite and the fourth race is an even shorter favourite in Just Believe. So you could potentially take an early quaddy with hopefully the other two picks that we've taken. Race two, number six, Kiang Chucky. It's also a shade of odds on, but I think it's a bit more a bit more value there and I think he's racing extremely well. Uh, won the Trotters' Cup at uh, Hamilton. That was after winning uh, the four-year-old Breeders' Crown uh, back in no- November at Bendigo, I think just uh, will work across, fi- should find the front and, and be really hard to beat here. So race two, number six, Kiang Chucky into race three, number five, Sly Terror. Take note that this race is only a 1,200 metre race. So it's uh, top of the straight to the winning post and one lap. I think Sly Terror is the one here. I think he's got the best of the barrier draws of the, the uh, favoured runners. Uh, there's a lot of roughies drawn the inside that are just not going to be 
uh, certainly up to the class of the others. And I just think Slytera might find his way to the front. Uh, he's had uh, six wins from 42. He was fourth behind invitation only last start at, uh, at Ballarat. I thought it was a good run. Um, and I think he gets uh, gets the opportunity to get back in the winners list. He did win at Melton uh, two runs, uh, sorry, three runs ago in a very fast one fifty three point seven. So uh, I think he's the one there. So the multi uh, race two number six Kiang Chucky into race three number five Sly Terror around six dollars seventy. I think it was around six seventy. Yep. Dan, so yeah. look, I think it'll be. Uh, I I, if you want to take an early quaddy, go for that as well. Dangerous should be winning the th- first race. It just he is a very, very good colt. Uh, well, he's now four-year-old, so four-year-old horse. But uh, he was fourth in the the Vic Bread final back in uh, in September, and uh, he resumes tonight. He is all class. He's a ripping colt, and uh, he'll be hard to beat there. Uh, just believe it was a late nomination uh, in uh, into this race. Um, but he will, he will just win. There's six horses in it. He's beaten them all. He's a dollar. He was a dollar twelve. I just had a look before it came up on my, uh, just going through the uh, the most, um, the app here. He was a dollar twelve. He just got into a dollar nine, and now he's back out to a dollar ten. I don't know how much money he's trading on him, but I mean, you can't really get ten percent on your money at the bank. So you know, but uh, he should be just winning. It's just. He, he, he's so good. So that might be the early quaddy play there with the uh, the two that we've taken in the multi. Uh, hopefully we can uh, find that there tonight. The quaddy, first leg race five. Uh, two Only need two numbers here, I think. One and eight. Better Eclipse has finally got a decent draw. And don't stop dreaming, uh, don't stop dreaming for Mark Purden. Drawn the inside of the second row. He's won 12 of 16 starts. Super horse. He's obviously going to be looking at the uh, Hunter Cup next week. I think they're clearly the only two you really need. Maybe Hurricane Harley, but his form's probably just starting to drop away a little bit. I think better Eclipse leads, and I think Don't Stop Dreaming sits behind it, and I think that's all you need to worry about there. Second leg, race six. Only going to go one out here, number three in Cypher, $1.28, currently fixed odds. Ran in the trial against uh, Catch a Wave, which was spruiked about um, against her own sex. I think she's just about unbeatable. She's won 17 of 29. 1.59 1.59 million in uh, prize money uh, comes off a fifth in the Queen of the Pacific, and as we know, she won the Eureka back uh, three runs ago. She should be just winning uh, in that second leg, so three only. Third leg, the Caduceus Club Classic, good race. This will probably sort out a few of these runners um, and where they sort of uh, stand in the pecking order. Sergeant Lou was really good at Shepherd, and he still did a couple of things wrong, but he's going to be really hard to beat. He's drawn the pole, and as a result, I've got to take D. Rowe, who I thought was really good at uh, Bendigo uh, when he uh, stepped out uh, to start his three-year-old campaign. And I reckon he'll be better driv- uh, better with a sit. So if he follows the one, I think he's the clearly the, the one to beat. Uniquely, icon- uniquely ideal is the other one, number five. Emma Stewart's had uh, two starts for two wins. So one, five, and eight in the third leg. And the last leg, we go a little bit wider, purely trying to find a bit of value obviously with a few skinny ones there uh in the first three legs for the last leg i've gone seven eight ten eleven twelve uh there's a few a lot of roughies drawn the the front row here this is the breakthrough final from heats at uh, ballarat dream maze is going uh, well after running third catalpa rescues drawn horribly but uh, inside the second row but uh, it was a good heat winner 
Uh, Coral Valley Star was impressive. Ideal Escape is a, a $10 chance, but I think it can run well. And So What was the winner of its heat. So just going with the, the five there in the last league, trying to find a bit of value. I mean, if you wanted to go wider, you could potentially take a few more, but try and find some value. But uh, as I say, the first three legs, I think, are pretty skinny. So the quaddy tonight... One and eight the first leg, three only the second leg, one five eight the third leg, seven eight ten eleven twelve the last leg, thirty combinations, thirty dollars for a hundred percent of the quality dividend tonight at Melton. Five dollars will get you sixteen percent. Yep. So well, you see if we can get a, a bit more of a, a return on the uh, on the investment. We uh, seem to be going okay with the the quaddy so far. I think two out of three to uh, start off the year, but hopefully we can keep that rolling tonight at Melton. We'll have a look at Mooney Valley on a good fall today. Uh, of course, the first of 10 getting underway at a quarter past 12 this afternoon. My best on the program is at race three, number nine, very surreal. It's $1.95. Uh, it is odds on, but it's got Jai McNeil for the Waterhouse Bot Camp. Look, it's the first time over the trip, but it, it's, it's well forward, and I expect it to be winning that race today. Hard to tip against, particularly Gay Waterhouse spot horses. You know where they're going to be in the run, and that's usually out in front. It's drawn uh, barrier eight, but I think that'll just see it slide forward over the 1600. It'll work its way to the front. Uh, It'll depend a little bit on how the track's playing. If it's playing leaderish as it tends to or can do at times, I think it's going to be really hard to beat. So uh, absolutely agree with it. $1.95 is probably about its right price. Now, race nine, I'm taking these two on spec. This is the feature today at Mooney Valley, the Australian Stakes. It's on at five o'clock this afternoon at uh, race nine. So five o'clock this afternoon. And I'm going to back the numbers one and two. Uh, Both each way. Crosshaven is the one at $14. Curran is at $21 to two. And the reason why they were both eye catchers in the standish and I'm just thinking that Crosshaven in particular for Ben and Will Hayes and J.D. Hayes with Blake McDougall aboard is threatening to do something at some nice odds. I absolutely agree. Um, the, that form race might uh, prove to be pretty strong with uh, Shagripa, um, you know, really, uh, really shining. So, um, Look, they, I, they, I know V8, V8, to be fair, is... Trolled the house he down, has, uh, and they've uh, all jumped on. Yeah, uh, and that, yeah, uh, he's a little bit easy on on um, fixed odds at the moment, but he's two thirty five. But um, look, he's uh, he was he was second in the in the Caulfield Guinea, so you know that he's going to be probably suited over a bit further. Um, he then ran fifth uh, behind uh, Osmosis in the Coolmore, so he's raced against the absolute elite, but. First up around the valley, just the only issue I guess with him. But uh, he's he's all class and uh, he's gonna be, he will be hard to beat. But I think you're right, playing for a bit of bit of value with those two. And I don't think you'll go wrong uh, having something on them each way. Even if you take uh, the duet, which I don't know if anyone does, but if you can duet. run second and third, you you'll yeah. still get a collector. Correct, yeah. Uh, first and third, obviously, plus the Quinella. Look up at Randwick just to run bet. Today uh, on a good four at Randwick race one number six. I hope it's not neutral for the punters, but I'm taking the first starter in number six Switzerland. Uh, what race was it? Race one number oh, six. Right, first right, yes. starter. Uh, it's a one point five million dollar Colt 
Uh, Kieran McAvoy to drive Chris well, well the ride, ride. not the drive. Yep. Uh, got to get out of the trotting mode after the Shepner Gold Cup. First starter. $1.5 million cult with uh, Chris Waller and Karen McAvoy. Couple of trials, second at Warwick Farm and then third at Rose Hill. You know, how much you take out of trials, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes. But look, they paid a lot of money for him um, by Snitzel out of misbad behaviour. He's gonna be. Uh, you, it's gonna be hard to beat. Um, you know, obviously they'll be having. They'll have uh, eyes on the the Golden Slipper. Uh, so if they're gonna be aiming for a race like that, they'd want to be winning one, uh, winning a few races early on uh, to get uh, enough prize money in the bank to guarantee a run in that race. And Elsley today's got the big TOB Karaka Millions two-year-old meeting, but in race five. We've got a very short prize favourite in Legado at a dollar forty. I think its main mission is the, of course, Australia Cup. It it uh, won really well first up at Owsley. It's got a great second up record, but I'm not tipping the dollar forty pop. Sharp and smart number one race five number one at Owsley is a triple Group One winner. Sixteen dollars and three dollars the place. I can have it the place all day long. Oh, I think you're foolish if you do if you don't uh, with uh, Mark Zara. Yeah, which is an interesting interesting uh, uh, pick up there. But uh, comes off a third uh, over at uh, on at Ellerslie behind Legado, um, beaten four and a half. Uh, just wanted to check what he carried there. Fifty seven. What did Legado carry in that race? Uh, he carried 58, so look, he meets him worse at the weights, but Legato, sorry, Sharp and Smart meets Legato worse at the weights, but he might be have uh, have the measure of the uh, the rest of the opposition, so I can agree with you there that a place bet, you're on a hiding to nothing. Quickly at the Meadows, Dan, we've got a minute, what are your best there? Yeah, a couple, a couple of good races tonight, uh, races 6 and 8 are the ones that you want to uh, keep an eye on, um, race 6 Two smooth plane and one moraine Susie. I think uh, they will battle that out. Um, I think they'll be really uh, a really good race there. And the last leg of the quaddy race eight, launch codes a Group One winner um, at the Meadows. He won the maturity. The horse to watch. Uh, sorry, horse dog to watch though is Mapunga Reward Number Three. This is his biggest test to date. He's had six starts. He's won five of them. Was second in the other, um, and uh, he has. He has a lot of potential. He's probably going to be. You're probably going to see him over a longer trip, because uh, he uh, does uh, tend to get a little. Uh, tend to have a uh, a fair bit of uh, power at the end of his races. But he is one to follow. That's for sure. So race eight, three and two. Keep an eye on them at the Meadows tonight. Good calling, Dan. Thanks, mate. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials, One FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.